Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of John, chapter 6. Verse 31, our fathers ate the manna in the wilderness. As it is written, he gave them bread out of heaven to eat. And Jesus therefore said to them, Most certainly I tell you, it wasn't Moses who gave you the bread out of heaven, but my Father gives you the true bread out of heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Suddenly, but predictably, self-righteousness in the people now sets in. These folks suddenly decide that they're going to be all orthodox and one-up this newcomer with, you know, their man Moses. Moses, he fed us for 40 years, they said. What's one meal of bread and fish compared to that? However, Jesus countered, Uh, that wilderness manna? That didn't come from Moses. That came from my father. But that isn't the true bread of heaven. Oh, no. The true bread... God gives, satisfies not only hunger, but also darkness. He not only fills your belly, but fills the room and gives light. You see, Moses, he may have filled their stomachs, but Jesus fills the soul. Jesus fills your life. Verse 31. Our fathers ate the man in the wilderness as it is written. He gave them bread out of heaven to eat. Jesus therefore said to them, Most certainly I tell you, it wasn't Moses who gave you the bread of heaven, but the Father gives you the true bread of heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down out of heaven and gives life to the world. Now, going on in verse 34, they said to him, Lord, always give us this bread. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will not be hungry, and whoever believes in me will not be thirsty. But I told you, that you have seen me, and yet you do not believe. These people, like all people in the depth of their being, they wanted the bread that Jesus spoke of. For Jesus sought to satisfy their spiritual hunger, that empty soul that is not just as their empty stomachs. Jesus says that he is the bread of life. The elements of living we might ingest and make a very part of us. Now please note that Jesus did not come to take anything of value from us, rather to fulfill us and to give us life. Life abundant, life eternal. Life now, life forever. Those of us who have come to Jesus and abide in him, we no longer hunger, for we are filled. We do not thirst for we are now deeply satisfied. The answer is not just to believe in his teachings, but to believe in him. The answer is not just to take in yourself his creed, his ideals, or his philosophy. No, we must allow him into us, his very presence, his very essence. We must be born again and spirit-filled. Verse 37 says, All those whom the Father gives me will come to me. He who comes to me, I will in no way throw out. 
For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. This is the will of my Father who sent me, that of all he has given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise him up on that last day. This is the will of the one who sent me, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him should have eternal life, and I will raise him up on that last day. The pastor and commentator writer A.W. Pink once said, quote, the realization of the invincibility of the eternal counsels of God gives a calmness, a poise, a courage, a perseverance which nothing else can, end quote. Clearly, Jesus herein knew that the Father was firmly in control of the field of play. And there was a peaceful resignation of that fact. The true church would always be the narrow road and few would find it. Those who truly desire to come to Christ will indeed find him. The fact that God has chosen those who would come to Christ does not mean he chose others to be damned. No, God desires all men to be saved and to come to the full knowledge of the truth. 1 Timothy 2 verse 4. Chapter 12 verse 32 tells us that such a most favored position is not reserved for just a few. Quote, and I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me, in verse 40. This speaks of those who truly see the Son. Oh no, not, not with physical eyes, but with spiritual eyes of understanding, and thus believes in him. These are given the awesome gift of eternal life. Life? Hmm. What exactly are we speaking of when we use that term? What is Christ saying when he uses such a word? Well, Strong's Concordance, digging in depth into the original language, the use of this word, it says this, quote, Life real and genuine, a life active and vigorous, one devoted to God, blessed, in the portion even in this world, of those who put their trust in Christ. But after the resurrection, to be consummated by new accessions, among them, a more perfect body, and to last forever. This is the life that we speak of when we read God's promises and when we receive his grace. It is more than just living forever. It means forever living. Verse 41 of our text says, The Jews therefore murmured concerning him, because he said, I am the bread which came down from heaven. And they said, Isn't this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How then does he say, I have come down out of heaven? From that day until now, this has been the response of men toward the teaching of Christ. Humanity has never been able to successfully debate his words or negate his truths. We tend to do what we do best. We murmur. We complain and we ridicule. We call him nasty names and make jokes about him and his followers. We dispute. We gossip. We complain. And yet his words remain. His teachings still stand. In fact, his true church still thrives. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. To learn more about Tim Dodson or Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com.